All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Uh, shitty. I, I have a spring cold. My throat is on fucking fire, and last night my nose was so, so clogged, I had to breathe through my mouth all night, and have you, how, how, when was the last time you did that? You fucking, your mouth is so dry when you wake up, it's like painful. It's and been I a while. It. I usually just get sick. I, I, I guess when the season shifts, I think mine's probably going to start to come on. I've, I've had like maybe a couple small colds this year. Nothing, nothing really bad though. This is this is my first one, and it's not like I, I'm incapacitated, but I just, my throat hurts. But that's how I am. So anyway, uh, so if you hear me sniffling, listeners, or my voice goes out, it's because uh, it's on fire. But Jake, uh, let's start right in. You you uh, heard a news story out of California that. Uh, seemed like a good topic to start with uh, go for it start talking yeah I, I i didn't really read that much on it i i just thought it was kind of funny they apparently they're upping the the age to to smoke cigarettes to 21 and it's, in california I, only. yeah it just seemed pointless man it's it's just like for one thing i i started smoking when i was i, I think 14 so upping upping the age to smoke, I, I don't I don't feel like we'll do anything. I, I feel like most people start before they're even eighteen. But I smoked like for a little while are on their way out anyway. Yeah, you know? I smoked for a little while at seventeen, and that's about it. Uh, I and maybe six months, and then I went. Well, this is stupid, and I stopped. But you're right. You do it when you're a kid. You don't do it because you make an informed decision. What's that Stanhope joke? Uh, smoking's like religion that's not his joke but he says as an adult you don't pick up the bible and go oh this makes a lot of sense and as an adult you don't like suddenly decide hey smoking that thing i've heard is horrible my entire life i should start that now well right now i i also feel like all you all you're really doing by putting more laws in against it is is, is you're kind of making people sort of want it in a weird way you're sort of making it now it's it's some sort of outlawed thing and i i think that's if i had to guess that would be the only real appeal to it now is it's it's sort of on the fringe because it's not it, it's not as mainstream as it used to be I mean, it used to be you watched any tv show and characters would just be smoking it wasn't like oh we're gonna have a gag with a cigarette we're gonna have some kind of they, i mean they would just be smoking good guys bad guys just random people in offices and well, Everybody that, just smoked. That's what I wanted to, when you said you wanted to do this, that was the first thing I thought of. I, uh, we have DirecTV here, and every so often they give you a free movie weekend. So we had stars last weekend, and we recorded a bunch of movies. Shit I'd seen a long time ago, shit I haven't seen. And so I've recently watched Fletch, Crimson Tide, and fuck, I can't remember. the. Th- but either way, Crimson Tide, you've seen that movie, right? It's been a while. That was the one on the submarine, right? Exactly. And on the submarine, they're all smoking. I mean, like they're sitting around a cafeteria. <laughs> they're sitting in this like enclosed cafeteria and they're all smoking cigars and cigarettes, just discussing whatever they discuss. And in Fletch, I've, I remember seeing it for the first time. There's a random scene and you can tell that Chevy Chase is not a smoker because there's only one scene in the entire movie where he smokes a cigarette and it's so out of place where he just walks into a building and lights a cigarette and he looks awkward and but you're right. Like everybody used to smoke for no goddamn reason. <clears throat> it's weird that you would want to smoke in a submarine. I mean, that is just. Oh, that's how would you like to be the one non-smoker on, <laughs> in the crew of Crimson Tide? You're just constantly 
I, I, I mean, just marinating in cigarette smoke, man. Well, I looked at the law, and it says this is this is what I found odd. It goes into effect June 9th. Like, if you're gonna make a law like that, why isn't it just like I'm signing a law starting tomorrow, age 21? What's you know, we've smoke up 18 year olds. You you've got a month to get addicted, and then if you're 18, 19, or 20. Suddenly you can't buy cigarettes anymore. I mean, that seems a little silly. Like, what do they have to wait for? Printing the placards that say you must be born on this date to buy cigarettes? I have no idea why it takes a month. If you're checking IDs already, all you have to do is learn the new date. That's it. You don't, I don't know why you delay things a month. I, I don't know. I, I think a month is good. It gives people time to... Uh, I mean, if you do it where it starts tomorrow, it's sort of like... Then people can use the excuse, well, I don't, I don't read the news every day. I didn't realize this happened. But if the month, that's enough time to where nobody right, I can hear that. should justifiably be able to say, I, 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 I work in a store and I didn't know this is the rule. Here, here are the things I have problems with. I mean, there, there's the uh, age-old argument that goes hand-in-hand hand with drinking, that you can still join the military at age 18 and go get shot and killed for a government-slash-corporation doing its agenda by fighting another country. Oh, yeah. I had a but you can't light a cigarette. Killed when he was 20 when we were in Iraq, you know? Right. And, I, and I, I, I had to buy him beer and shit uh, before, before the deployment. Now, uh, now it's beer and cigarettes. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, and that... what I think that I've, I've heard... Comics or other people make this joke, too. It's like, well, what's more detrimental to your health, uh, a cigarette uh, or a bullet? Like, a cigarette, it's going to take a pack a day for 10 years for something bad to happen to you where one bullet hits you and you could be dead. So why are you arguing, like, well, we're doing it for public safety? I get public safety if you want to talk about smoking in restaurants or in public spaces, but if an 18-year-old wants to buy cigarettes and smoke in the privacy of his own home or in a, you know, fuck it, who's to legislate, you know? Also, I, I think it's kind of interesting because in, in in our lifetime, we've seen marijuana go from, you know, DARE, right? The oh, yeah, DARE yeah. Program. yeah. Oh, Just say no. Gateway drug, you're going to be, you're going to be smoking a joint one day and then you're going to be in a gutter blowing dudes for heroin a week later. That's what's going to happen <laughs> because of marijuana every time. Not just every now and then. It's, yeah, it's a joint and then a dick and then heroin. Like, that's that's the way it's going to go. So it, it's gone from that to where it's, it's it's legal in a lot of states now. I mean, I, I think it's just like, what, four or five and then, and then a bunch where it's it's not illegal, but you don't really get in trouble for it. Like New right. York, I'm pretty sure it's turning the corner, basically. But they can't even ticket you unless you got over two ounces on you, which is quite a bit of weed. Yeah, right. So I it's but but cigarettes on the other hand, back when the Dare program was happening, I mean you know the guy giving the Dare presentation was probably smoking a cigarette, right? It was just like how oh, the hell with it. But now cigarettes are shifting to where that's public enemy number one. And weed is kind of like, okay, I'm pretty sure like once it's it's my grandkids' days, cops are going to be going up to kids and be like, hey, 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 what are you smoking? There better be weed in that goddamn <laughs> papers if I find any tobacco in there. Wait, is it a spliff? It's mixed cigarettes, weed? I'm not really sure. I got to call the captain on this one. I got to see what's the ruling on spliffs. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. 
I mean, but it just, everything changes. If you look at our whole life, it's, I mean, you, you, you just sit down and you remember, like, I saw some idiot friend of mine this morning said, I'm not voting for Hillary and here's why. And he posted a video of her saying that marriage should be between a man and a woman from 1990-whatever. I was like, okay, so I don't believe the th same things I believed in 20 years ago. Maybe when it comes to human rights, I did. But, like, so just in terms of change, like you said, cigarettes used to be great. Now they're bad. Uh, you know, gay marriage used to be bad. Now it's great. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I do see what he's saying in, in terms of the fact that, like, Hillary Clinton is very similar to Donald Trump in that she will say whatever she needs to say for her base to, to like her. Like, she will say whatever. It's just that they have two very different crowds they're playing to. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll well, flip-flop and that kind of thing. I'm just using that as a specific example because Barack Obama felt the same way in 2008. I mean, he literally was against uh, marriage equality until he became president, and then he said he had a change well, of yeah, heart. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're politicians. They're, they're exactly. ultimately playing to their base and that kind of thing. And, I, I mean, so I, I see that, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you, you do kind of want somebody who's making good progressive calls before it's popular. Yeah. I'm just saying as far as societal change. But the thing you made me think of cigarettes, I thought this was funny, is um, I, the stereotype of cigarettes as far as you talk about uh, marijuana being the bad drug and cigarettes being the good drug, because nicotine's a drug. Um, what's the biggest stereotype about any AA meeting when you join Alcoholics Anonymous? Oh, drinking's bad. You can't do that. So sit in this circle and smoke cigarettes and drink coffee for an hour well, you tell us about all the bad shit you did while you were drunk. And I thought that was funny. Like, what, what's going to get you, cirrhosis of the liver or lung cancer? Uh, it's true. I mean, it, to be fair, the lung cancer usually doesn't get you till you're old, which is, you know, as opposed to a lot of the people in Alcoholics Anonymous who would, like, crash a bus into a, a uh, or, you know, crash their crash car, your into, car a into a bus. Crash your car into a bus, yeah. But I... Uh, Oh, what was I going to say? Uh, I wanted to go back to the Hillary Clinton thing. I, I, I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, well, Hillary Clinton is 68 years old. And I, I don't know. A lot of 68-year-old people have not been in favor of gay marriage literally their entire lives anyway. And I, I don't necessarily think that makes somebody a horrible person. I, I But I, I do think it is definitely a sign of her just sort of flip-flopping and, and going with whatever the polls say she should go with but eh, i can look at it as someone growing and changing as a person but i don't give a fuck i want to let's stay on cigarettes because i have this thought too um the thing i find interesting about demonizing cigarettes and i'm not pro cigarette is uh they always they they tax the shit out of it and then the revenue it's a sin tax the revenue is supposed to go toward education or sometimes they they add like an extra special tax to pay for health care. Like, well, we know that if you smoke, you're going to get cancer, so we're going to tax a quarter on every pack of cigarettes and give it to a hospital to treat cancer patients. Well, the more they raise the the taxes or make it or the, the smoking age, they make it difficult for people to buy, fewer people buy it. That's loss of tax revenue for education and health care right there. <laughs> That's true. Do you think, do you think that education institutions you know what i mean do, do you think maybe teachers in schools will, will kind of see the budget cuts and realize that you know the 12 dollars a pack uh, that, that cigarettes are in new york good it maybe costs a 
30 cents to produce one of those packs and they're just like wait a minute man now that people aren't smoking i got i got my bonuses cut you know what i mean and i'm not getting overtime and stuff like that so i don't think teachers sort of, get bonuses or overtime i think it's a matter of we don't get supplies so now i have to buy supplies out of my own pocket that's the the actual uh, actuality of it all right is, but do you think they're drawing that correlation being like i gotta sort of like hint that these kids should start smoking and so they're yeah. like playing all <laughs> old movies where people are still smoking in doctor's offices and going you know nine out of ten doctors recommend uh lucky strike slims you know and just shit like that do you have an itchy throat try a cool menthol oh yeah um i had a thought then i lost it uh smoking syntax uh i have no idea but uh Oh, I, when, I remember what it was. You said, uh, how, how much is our cigarettes in New York? Is it really $12 a pack, or did you just yeah, throw that yeah, out they're like, there? Yeah, they're like $12 bucks here, man. Because I think it's 6 here, which, wow, that's double Iowa. Yeah, but that's when I, double. When I smoked uh, at age 17, and it was a dollar a pack. I remember that. You'd oh, yeah. walk in, and it was like $12 for a goddamn carton. And not that I ever bought cartons because you never had that many lying around. It was never a pack a day. It was just like a couple here and there because it's high school and it's cool. And that's the other thing is when I was in school, you could literally smoke on school grounds. You could step outside, you know, like today how people huddle around an office door. You could do that on school grounds. You, right. you, you just went out into the the, uh, the atrium. No, that's indoors. But you, you just literally left the doorway so you were standing right there and you had a bunch of teenagers just smoking and nobody thought anything of it. And now you look on that today, or you try and describe it to a kid, and it's 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 amazing to think that yeah, we treat it like oh, you're 16, have a smoke, who cares? Well, and I was I was listening to Adam Carolla's podcast, and he he brought up something in- interesting with the cigarette laws, which I I never really thought about. Is he compared it to gun control? And he was like, the reason that groups like the NRA are so extreme where they, they're, like, not giving in to any regulations whatsoever, even really basic shit like, hey, we should make sure we should do little background checks before we give someone an assault rifle and make sure they're not some kind of serial killer. You know what I mean? They're like, no, the hell with that. And even most people, including myself, who uh, even like guns, like going shooting, like that kind of thing, um, are, are just kind of like, dude, what are you, are, are you guys psychotic? But I, I, it, it makes sense when you look at what happened to the cigarette, you know? I mean, first it was like, oh, well, we just think that if, if there's going to be a restaurant, smokers should smoke on one half of the restaurant. And they were like, oh, okay, cool. And then they were like, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't have it in restaurants. Just keep it in bars. So if it's a restaurant, smoke outside. If it's a bar, they're like, all right. Oh, well, now, you know, only smoke at the bar. You know, not at any of the tables. Now, okay, you're going to have to smoke outside. Now you can't smoke by doorways. Now it's going to be 21. Now you can't smoke in parks. And so they're just kind of like, fuck you. You know, yeah, like, they just take once- the hard line that it's, it's a, if you give in once, you're going to lose everything. Exactly. Because that's how laws like that happen is it happens gradually. They will keep cracking down. Same with the taxes on those things, because cigarettes is one of those things that most people don't do anymore. And so anytime some politician wants to raise money for something that's that's good most of the time, you know, education and medical care, things like that. Um, And they're like, well, why don't we just add somebody on cigarettes? Those are fucking horrible all around. And most people don't smoke. 
Nobody wants to be seen as the politician who's just waving the banner for the cigarette companies and like, listen, here, I'm fighting for the tobacco guys publicly. Like, no one wants to be that guy. So it's just like, oh, add 50 cents on, on the cigarettes for something good. Yeah, how can you argue against that? It's just like, okay, but you already did that. You did that a bunch of times to where now the $1 pack of cigarettes in the 80s is $12 in the 2010s and it's like i know inflation's happened since then but not 15 times you know and but so who in new york do you see people smoking on the street like I see homeless people smoking on the street man oh that's insane and i'm like no dude that, that's your rent check right there man yeah every 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 little puff <sighs> that was uh Listeners didn't hear that because I'm going to go in and edit it out, but that was me blowing my nose very loudly into Jake's ear. And I'm going to. I like that you're editing out the. Uh, the but then explaining the it. Sound, but we're leaving the commentary. We're, yeah. we're leaving the, uh, the, the blowing the nose commentary. Because it was probably louder than you talking as you were saying that's rent. Because I realized as I was doing it, I'm like, wow, that was loud. Yeah, it was pretty loud. I got snot coming out of me. But yeah, that's. that's I mean, so not to. Okay, have you seen the video? Um, I'm going to tie this into the homeless people smoking. Have you seen the video of the, the cunt at Walmart yelling at a guy for using uh, food stamps? No. Okay, so that that's viral right now. Uh, I've seen it in several places, and I watched it. Yeah, it's this horrible woman at Walmart yelling at a guy. Saying, you know, He's using food stamps, to buy, and it's, it's, his kid is there. He's got a kid in a cart, and his, oh wife, my God. his wife is surreptitiously filming it, and not until the end when the woman sees it. Um, but she's like, you know, I pay my taxes and blah. She's just saying all the, the bullshit. And, um, where was I going with this? It ties in with, oh, I, I remember that when I saw the video, all I thought was like, I've seen people on, on food stamps too. And all I think is there, but for the grace of God, go I. Like, I feel very lucky that I'm not on food stamps. I don't get angry and yell at them and judge them. And the guy's buying food too. You can see he's got a grocery. It's not like he's like, oh, I want to use food stamps to buy, you know, fucking used to be able to go to a movie on food stamps because it was a credit card. But anyway, I generally feel that way when I see the homeless. Uh, and I've been around the homeless a lot. I would go to Skid Row, uh, in Los Angeles. And if you've ever been there, holy shit. Um, but I always like would try and give food or feel compassion. Um, that said, do you think it's just poor life decisions that says, "Hey, I'm homeless. I should smoke," or, or? Well, I, well yeah. I mean, they're 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 addicted to cigarettes, man. I mean, I, you know, I'm not saying it to make fun of it. I'm not saying it to talk down to it. But I'm I'm just like, wow, that's that's expensive even for me. Like, yeah, I I can't believe. You know what I mean? Like, like, how do you not quit at that point? You know? Like, yeah, because if if you can't buy it, why would you save up to? Do you just go around all day right. bumming? Like, hey, can I have a cigarette? Is that what you spend your time no, doing? No, I'm, is... I'm saying like that's a no. I'm not. I'm not. No, the homeless guy. Does the homeless guy like, say? Oh, look at these fuckers! You know. No, no, I know, I know. I'm saying like, look how addicted people are that they're oh, paying yeah, 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 yeah. fucking twelve bucks for this, even though they're they don't have a pot to piss in. You know. Um, since I brought up, I was trying, I don't know that I did a good job of trying to tie the two between the Walmart lady and the, and the smoking and the homeless, but, uh, uh, I guess since I did bring it, I, I, what do you think crosses people's minds? Because do you think people are just raised differently or that they're wired differently? Like, like I said, when I see someone using food stamps, I feel empathy. I feel grateful that I'm not there and I hope that they are getting 
what they need to get by. That is just my thought, and I don't know why. I don't look at them and go, oh, those are my tax dollars at work. What do you well, think you the difference is? segment of the population. Um, and here, well, here, very like, quickly, let me interrupt. I thought this was amusing, and I posted this when I posted the video. I find it funny that this woman at Walmart, who is also shopping at Walmart, is judging someone for food stamps because my first thought was, well, of course he's using food stamps. It's Walmart. And yes, I'm sort of joking being judgmental, but who does she think she is? Like, she's not at Whole Foods there, you know, like, well, how dare this person use his food stamps to show? Like, like, I just think it's funny that a white trash piece of shit at Walmart, and yes, I do call people that shop at Walmart white trash pieces of shit, is judging someone for using food stamps. But that said, go on with what you were going to say about uh, the certain segment of the population. I apologize for interrupting. Um, oh, uh, nah, I threw I, you I was, off by interrupting. No, I, I was going to say, uh, I, th I think what it is, I, I, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people, particularly on the far right, who ha have just sort of been, I mean, I, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or it's, it's just the rhetoric coming from a lot of politicians and things but they're, they're kind of convinced that anybody getting any kind of government assistance that's not extremely disabled or something is just mooching off the system and could be the ceo of something right now if they want it to be and and they're directly taking money from them so that they can just i i, I don't know fuck around all day and sell crystal meth to school children like that's kind of what's been implanted in their head well if they and, sold crystal meth to school children they'd probably be making some good money yeah that's true uh the guys that sold crystal meth to chill school children made they yeah they, they did pretty decent they didn't really need the government in fact they didn't want the government around asking too many questions if you know what i mean you know like uh hey how do you how do you afford your house and how do you afford the uh the gold rims on your trailer. How did that happen? <laughs> but I guess I, I don't know anyone's story also. Like, when I see a homeless person, I don't know if... I'm going to use you as an example, Jake. I'm going to use you. Say you... I mean, because you've talked freely on the podcast about your teenage years and drug use and, and alcohol use. Whatever got you through that and sent you through the military and through college on the GI Bill and made you a comedian, I mean... You can you say you got lucky because I don't know like I moved a ton as a kid and that can fuck you up like I learned by age 10 that oh you make friends and then you lose them so had I whatever reason not been I don't know what it, something could have changed and I could have like well fuck it I don't have any friends because I move all the time I'm going to start drinking like that's when I say grace but for the before the grace of God I go I is is I don't know their story. I don't know if they were abused as kids. I don't know. Well, right. A lot what of it's mental them. illnesses and yeah. stuff like that. Or I mean, drugs. you know, a lot of these people were born in really shitty circumstances and, 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 and that's kind of what has, has a lot to do with it. I, I was, I was talking to a guy on, on the subway once I was, it was just kind of a long train ride on the, on the way back from Brooklyn. And we just kind of started chatting and, uh, he said he works in, in high schools and his job is he works with basically the um, the, the kids with behavior issues, you know, the, the ones yeah, who are like yeah. ab about to either get expelled or, or whatever. And it, it's all part of that prison to pipeline thing, you know. So his job is 
school to prison pipeline where he's, he's like, okay, well, uh, my job is to keep the kids who are basically on their way to being institutionalized for the rest of their fucking lives uh, to kind of get them on the, on the straight and narrow and, you know, help them out. And, and I, I, I kind of asked him, I was like, so, you know, the kids that have those behavior problems, I mean, what, what do you think it is that kind of makes them that way? I mean, do you think that's just kind of who they are? Like it's a genetic kind of thing. I, I mean, like, you know, g- genetically people can be prone to alcoholism. They can be prone to violence, prone, you know, prone to anger, depression, whatever. Yeah. Or do you think it's like it, uh, an environmental thing? Like, do you think it's more nature or do you think it's more nurture? And he was like, I'd say it's about 10%. It's, it's just kind of genetic. It's just kind of how they're wired. And the other ninety percent, it's it's environmental. It's it's how they've been raised. It's it's the neighborhoods they live in. It's it's uh, particularly their families. Like what's going, you know, if they, if they come from uh, households where that's that's just kind of how their parents are. They're they're so much more like like that's the kids who are in the class. It's not you don't see a lot of kids of like doctors and you know lawyers and scientists in his class it's doctors yeah, of yeah. people on probation and in jail and shit like that i mean but, the uh, cycle i will of... say Go ahead. Got, <coughs> your question of what got me out of it um this is going to sound corny but the thing that made me stop being just such a junkie and things like that was uh uh, Jesus Christ. See, <laughs> they would, uh, they would court order me constantly to these rehab programs where they, and that's who they say, Jesus save you the Christ higher power. Fella. Yes. And I really got sick of hearing that bullshit about Jesus Christ. And so I was like, <laughs> if I keep getting arrested and keep going to rehab, I'm going to have to be, I'm going to be forced to sit through this superstitious nonsense. And especially the people that were going there voluntarily, because it wouldn't just be the inpatient and outpatient programs they make you go to na and aa you know and a lot of those people are there voluntarily and i'll have to hear about how they've been clean and sober for 20 years and were it not for jesus turning water into wine and walking on water and transferring sex offenders and you know under the table and committing genocide in the middle ages uh there's no way that they would not be able to do drugs and he's so magical and i so i was like dude if i don't sober up and I, i'm gonna have to sit here and listen to this bullshit for for the rest of my life <laughs> that's a great twist on that i didn't expect that when you said jesus i'm like where is he going with this that was a nice twist little misdirection yeah yeah all right, well, we, we only have a couple minutes left, so let's just quick uh, touch base on what we always do is, uh, holy shit, dude, Cruz and Kasich dropped out. Boom. It is oh Donald. It I is Donald so all the this. way. I, I had been saying for months before the primaries, I was like, these polls are just a few people, and they're extrapolating to the entire population, and the moderate voters, when I say moderate, I just mean only like the people who aren't Trump crazy. They're spread out over 15 people. There's no way, even on the right, they are shit crazy enough to elect Donald Trump. I said he would not win a single state in the primaries. Holy fuck was I wrong. Oh, but they, oh, in your defense. In, amaze me. Oh, my in, God. In your defense, uh, they, I just watched The Daily Show from last night. 
And uh, they showed a clip of all these people saying, if Donald Trump wins, I'll eat my shoe. If Donald Trump wins, I'll cut off my hand. If Donald Trump wins, I'll do... Like, at least you didn't make an outrageous statement that said, if Donald Trump wins, you'll become a eunuch. You know, like, because now they have all these... You said it's not going to happen. And I agreed with you for the most part. I, I hedged my bets and was like, I hope you're right, because people are fucking stupid. But, uh... I still think that he doesn't have much of a chance in the general. Oh, no, the, I, I still stand by that. Yeah, because yeah. there are too many women and minorities. However, I do know uh, enough... He's talking about building walls to keep yeah. out and they're rapists and all this kind of shit. They're the ones voting in the general election. Yeah. They weren't voting in the Republican primary. That was all his people. Yeah, but I do, I do know enough very, very stupid people that I grew up with that will vote for him probably just on the party line because like, well, I don't like him, but you know, Hillary Benghazi. And that's really their only argument, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, there's going to be plenty of that. I just, part of me wishes he would get assassinated instead of become president. But then the other part of me knows that political assassinations don't tend to hurt the person's legacy. So I talked about some kind of martyr. And plus I also know that, you know, as soon as you shoot him, that orange thing on the top of his head is just going to sprout <laughs> legs and crawl onto somebody else's head and squeeze their brain. And it's going to be, oh, my God, I'm so classy. Follow me. I am going to take over the world. I am the evil orange thing that controls Donald Pup. Trump, you are all my puppets. Here's the, the one thing I do not understand. I get... Um, I guess Cruz dropping out because whatever. But Kasich was, quote, the moderate. Now, we all know he's not a moderate. He's, uh, you know, as big a right-wing asshole as anybody. He oh, he's, he is women. compared to the other guys he was running against, man. Uh, you no, know, remember, he's the one that actively went after gays and women. Like, as a governor, he actively signed and and tried to impose and did impose legislation that was hateful and hurtful towards gays and women he did but, but i also heard him in the debates basically when that when that topic came up like listen i was against it at the time but it's the law of the land let's just move on yeah. <laughs> so it's just like yeah fuck it i i, I that's that's i'll i'll take it compared to like everybody else up there i would i would take that guy if there was if there was one guy up there compared to everybody else um on the republican ticket I would take him, <laughs> except for or Rand Paul when it comes to foreign policy. Still, I actually I still like Rand Paul. Yeah, he's like, okay, fair enough. I'll grant you that. Um, it can be like what we talked about earlier with Hillary. He's like, yeah, I'm against it, but you know, we've moved on. Like it's this thing. You're like, okay, that was then. This is now. But I guess the thing I don't understand is being the only one left. If Cruz is gone, even it, like he had no chance of winning the nomination. But he still could have split the vote and gone for a contested, like if he had gone into California and people that were against Trump had voted for him, Trump might not have hit 1,200 and, you know, there, there could have been a contested convention. And that's what I thought they wanted. I guess that's what confuses me is why the one guy, because Cruz, uh, you know, complete asshole, right wing, piece of shit, fuckhead, cunt, you know, you can't say anything nice or good about Ted Cruz. But Kasich, like you said, it could be argued that had he stayed in now that the, you know, it it literally could have been, all right, we have Trump or we have someone slightly normal. And that could have split the vote enough, I guess, maybe to cause a contested convention. But he dropped out, which makes no sense to me now that now that it was just him. Why not stay in? Yeah, but I also think if if you had a candidate, you, you know, even though even though Trump's crazy, but if you had a candidate 
who won as much of the popular vote as as Trump did compared to uh, Kasich's vote, and then Kasich somehow got it, that would basically show that our our system is completely fucking rigged, and the, the actual parties can elect whoever they want to elect, and there's no point in voting in the primaries at that point, you know. And I, I don't think they want to do that. That makes sense. All right, kids. Well, <laughs> they, oh God, <clears throat> there's my throat. Thanks for listening. Um, tune in again next week. Uh, leave comments for us. Ask questions of us. JakeVever.com, NathanTimmel.com, and uh, goodbye. Later. <laughs>